Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Ford. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Yeah. Phone TV up? Uh, yes, I checked this morning. I just got a text. Phone TV went down. Hold on. Stand by. Double check it. Right it's a Mike Calder show. This is 1025 The Bone. Get on it. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. I think I might be getting sick. Oh, no. No, you know, I get sick for a day. Good. Yeah, well, I'll be there like, tomorrow. Be <laughs> not great. that sick. Mm. Not that kind of sick. Mm. I got a little chills. I think it's because it's so goddamn cold in here. Yeah. Spanish just just went and uh, turned the air up. Let me just tell you right now. If you like your house cold, super heat and air is a company to call. I wasn't even going to do a commercial for them, but I'm going to do it now just so you know. It is, I like it cold in my house. When I sleep at night, it needs to be freezing. Maybe they should change their name to Super Heat and Cold. Yeah. Maybe just take the heat out. They should just call it Super. You're not going to need the other part. Just cold. Supercold.com. Superheatandair.com for all your heating and air conditioning needs. But let's be honest. This is the most important thing that you're going to need it for. In the next 30 days, it is going to get so incredibly hot. And it is going to be gross, and you're going to be like, I can't believe last month it was actually a beautiful 70, low 80 degrees. Now it's a constant 98, 99. Who knows by the time June comes around how hot it's going to be and disgustingly humid, and it's just going to be terrible. So be prepared for it. You can get a 39.99 tune-up from Superheat and Air right now. It's a 35-point AC maintenance special, and they will go in there, and they'll look at your unit, and they'll be like, let's get the leaves out. Let's clean the pollen off. Let's... Uh, lube up the joints. I don't really know what the technical <laughs> terms are. But they look it over. They give it a tune-up. And then if they say, let's check the refrigerant, and if it's not full, they will fill it up to two pounds included in that thirty nine ninety nine, so that when your air kicks in, it is as cold as it is here in this house, which I have to tell you, for a house that has three refrigerators, we should probably get rid of one and just keep food uh, in this room right <laughs> yeah. now. Holy smokes. Uh, and if you need a new AC unit, they have 0% interest. You can get a complete AC installation for less than $49 a month with approved credit. All you need to do is give them a call, 813-981-7834, or simply go to their website, superheatandair.com. Superheatandair.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. Time to check in with Galvin the Walter Cronkite of Tampa Bay. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. You know what's weird is, does that mean anything to you when I say that, the Walter Cronkite of Tampa Bay Spanish? Not really. I was very young, I think, when that Oh, I, I, I was. I think he was done before I was young. Yeah, I think, my parents talked about him. I don't know anybody in my family that ever watched him, but it's become, he become like the news guy. Then you go Tom Brokaw or like somebody from our generation, and what's it going to be? He Galvin is the Andrew Schultz of Basically, yeah. That's how it's going to go in the future. Uh, he died in 2009. 
So Who, let's uh, see, Walter Cronkite. Cronkite yeah, yeah he was so old. Um, trying to see when he was on air until. Oh, I I would say he was done in the seventies, right? Uh, anchor. Maybe 80s. Let's see. Blah blah blah. Uh, ending on day 444, January 20, 1981. What yeah. was that? Yeah, so I think that was his last day. It was 1981. So um, I will tell you that in my generation, it was uh, Peter Jennings, Tom Brokaw. Who else? Dan Rather. Dan Rather, yeah. Those are like the the main guys that are on the evening news every night. It was weird because Peter Jennings almost looked like evil Tom Brokaw. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Sam Donaldson oh, was Sam like, like Spock's father. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> when uh, uh, Kevin Nealon would do, uh, was it Brent Musburger or Sam Donaldson? He'd do them both, and he would just hold his eyebrows up. <laughs> no. Like, they, they didn't put eyebrows on him. He they would just, just hold them up. Use his fingers? Yeah, it was, funny. it was funny. Uh, All right, what do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Pelt Shoes has men. uh, They're selling men? That can't be legal. You can just buy a man, take his shoes. Carmen, guess what you're getting for your birthday? (laughs) They have shoes for men, women, kids. They have casual shoes, boots, sandals, athletic shoes, whatever you're looking for. They got them right there at Pelt's. They have seven locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsboro, Sarasota, Fort Myers. When you go in there, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Uh, Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. I don't like this at all. North Korea launched two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast in its first significant provocation against the United States under President Biden. Uh, South Korea confirmed that North Korea, South Korea tells on them, they're like, hey, North Korea launched two (laughs) short-range missiles, Mm -hmm. uh, adding that they were most likely ballistic missiles. It was a warning to Washington that North Korea will follow up with more tests involving longer-range missiles, depending on whether President Biden decides to adopt more sanctions, engage in dialogue, or a mix of both in dealing with the country's growing nuclear missile threats. Sanctions, right out of the gate. Just, mm. yeah. that's, what, that's what Trump did. That's what shocked everybody. Sanction it up. That's the one thing that we should not even be playing around with. Don't let this guy think that he's got any action. Sanction him out of the gate, and then the next move is military action. But it, is it his sister now? Because is Kim Jong Un like where alive. is he? Yeah, no. we don't know. Gio never got points. I should have got the points. I, don't know. Uh, I see every time they show a missile, they show a little fat clapping body. <laughs> I, I don't know what year it's from, so yeah. it's hard yeah. to tell. I think it's a sister now that's all you know up and even better. Maybe even better. Who's afraid of? One? I don't know. She. They say wow. that she's like way more uh, intense than he ever was. Yeah. She's, a, she's a worse Un. They yeah. call her the Black Widow. <laughs> no, that's the pool. Oh. You're, now you're just confusing people. Uh, so this is not good news. A 22-year-old man who police say went into Atlanta grocery store carrying a rifle and who was later found to have five guns and body armor was arrested yesterday. No one was injured. The man's motives were not clear late Wednesday. Rico Marley, who is 22 years old, was charged with reckless conduct after the incident unfolded around 1.30 p.m. at a public supermarket in Atlanta. Police said the man went into the bathroom in the store, and the officers were there waiting when he came out. The weapons were described as uh, two long guns and three pistols. Waiting when he came out? Shouldn't they have gone in after him? Well, I think, you know, the the element of surprise, he walked out and they grabbed him right there. So nobody was hurt, so they did uh, a good job. What if he was like, yeah, sorry, I just came from the range. Just dumb. You know (laughs) what I mean? Regardless. No, I know. It's terrible. Certainly the bad timing. Um, That So... I mean, I would assume anybody that's going into a grocery store with a visible weapon now is 
is trying to scare people if they're yeah. not trying to go in there and do something bad. Yeah, right. with five weapons and body armor, I would imagine they were going to do something That's bad. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. A Jacksonville mother was charged with child abuse after fighting a child at her daughter's school yeah. while wearing a boxing glove. <laughs> yeah. Like she like an arranged fight? Uh, well, listen to this, and uh, we're going to do a little, I think we'll do a little hot or not on this one, too, as well. Edith Riddle, she is 34 years old, <laughs> was arrested and charged with child abuse. According to the arrest report, a school safety officer heard a frantic announcement over their school radio around noon that there was a fight underway outside the uh, cafeteria. When officers arrived, they found Riddle had gotten into a physical fight with a child unrelated to her. The victim was found with abrasions on her knees and forearms. Riddle had just uh, exited the school with her own daughter after a meeting with the vice principal about the eighth graders' hostile outburst at another student. Mm -hmm. Rather than leaving the campus after the meeting, Riddle's daughter went to the cafeteria to start a fight with the other child. Riddle's daughter threw some punches on the victim before Riddle herself joined in throwing punches. <laughs> Riddle had a boxing glove on her hand <laughs> when she arrived at the school that she told officials was super glued to her wrist and she was unable to remove it. Just I one know. glove. Yeah. Uh, the victim's parent uh, arrived at the school and told police they wanted to pursue criminal charges before taking the child to a nearby hospital. Riddle was arrested and charged with one count of child abuse with a uh, personal uh, special weapon. What? Is that, I, I mean, that's you can't be beating up high school kids. I, I I don't even know if it was high school or whatever. You can't be beating up school kids. That was eighth grader. It was oh, eighth grader. Yeah. And she yeah. went in there with a boxing glove on. They should have known from yeah. the start she was uh, there. To start she is thirty four from Jacksonville. Real, Edith real Riddle. Quick, though, real quick, uh, I say that. But if it was my daughter and she was being bullied, I'd go there and I I wouldn't go in there. With a boxing glove, I'd go in there like a fat ninja so nobody knew it was me, and I would smack the hell out of those little kids. There's no, I mean, as a parent, there's nothing worse than when your kid, and, and thankfully I haven't had to go through this, but if your kid comes home crying and you go, what's wrong? And they go, the kids at school are bullying me and making fun of me. I mean, you're 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 helpless because all you could do is go to the school and tell them, and they get so much of it they're desensitized to it. Mm. So you're you're like, well, I have to kill these kids now. I mean, that's how, I mean that's how I would feel. Or teach your kids to be a little tougher. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried with my daughter that one day she's going to come home and I'm going to be like, where'd you cut yourself? And she's going to go, that's not my blood. Yeah. 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 My, my daughter's crazy. But um, if you're, if my daughter came home crying and I said, what happened? And she said, these boys are making fun of me. I have to go punch those little boys in the throat, even though they're eight. I mean, yeah. I just, I, I don't know that I'd be able to live. <clears throat> Not, you know, with my daughter crying every day. And uh, I imagine there's a lot of parents going through that. Yeah. So Edith Riddle from Jacksonville, 34 years old, beating up uh, eighth graders, hot or not? No way. No way. There's no way. She, the only thing she has going for her is that she's a little mentally off, and that usually equals hot. But she's Edith. She's beating up kids. And there's no way. There's All no right, way you say hot, no. Yeah. Spanish? Edith Rickles is hot. Riddle. 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 I said it like 14 times during this thing. Uh, Geo? Single boxing glove. I think she's attractive. Well, you're putting mascara on with the other hand. <laughs> yeah. it's like I can't put two gloves on. I put right. my makeup on. Uh, uh, Carmen, what do you got? Listen, she went in there to beat up some eighth graders. She's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, go and show the picture. Mm -hmm. Oh, old Ricketts is hot. Mm -hmm. Let me see Ricketts. Yeah. yeah, she's right here. Hold on a minute. Oh my god, you're so slow. What are you uh, she's not hot, but she's, she's not, not ugly. bad. Yeah, she's not yeah. bad. She's not the troll you thought that she was. <laughs> right. I mean, she's and got a big ass five head. 
Yeah, and she looks uh, sweaty after beating up kids and stuff. Sure. You know, and she doesn't have makeup on. She know. looks like an Edith, though. Yeah. yeah, she does. I say hot. Oh, yeah, Chris. She's Why like daytime you? stripper. Yeah, daytime it. stripper's mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's a mom. Yeah. All right. I'll throw a 10 down on the stage. <laughs> you can take an Andrew Jackson. How's she picking it up? With the glove hand or the other one? <laughs> I got it with the glove hand. Something else. You never know. Uh, a woman was pulled over on the highway and uh, in Kansas on Sunday doing 149 miles oh, per hour. Geez. That was more than twice the speed limit. But she had a pretty good excuse. When the cops pulled her over, she told them she thought she was only going 128. <laughs> yeah, so Listen, uh, cops gave her a ticket. Uh, we talked about this not too long ago on the show. When I drove to South Carolina and you do a long couple hours of driving and you're doing 90 to 100 and you have to drop it down to 70, you feel like you're not moving anymore. It's ridiculous yes. how, that, how that works. Yes, completely understand that. Have you ever gone 140 mi- 149 miles per hour in a yeah, car? Yeah, it's a big difference. That's a, it's a big, big difference, yeah. Uh, from 50 to 100 isn't that big of a jump. From 100 to 150 is a huge jump. Yeah. You I, feel like you're out of control. You're like, ah! I, uh, I said I was in the car, and I was doing 127 one day, and my sister goes, 138. And I go, no, I, think, I don't know if it was that, but she goes, no, it was 138, and she turns, and she has a picture of my speedometer. Uh, I was like, you... Rat? Yeah. I mean, who did you send that to? Um, yeah, it's. I don't like it. I mean, I do like it, but I, there's also uh, a feeling of at any time this car is going to just hit a hit a rock and flip over. So. Well, and it also depends on the car too. There's a lot smoother 149 mile per hour. You know, if you're yeah. in a Toyota Tercel. Trying if, I, to- <laughs> if I went 149 uh, miles an hour on the Hummer, it would oh. just disintegrate like Thanos. <laughs> uh, a couple recently tried to have sex yeah. through a door while they were role playing. That's a new oh, thing. Yeah. That's a new fetish. Doggy they remove no. They removed the doorknob. And got oh. it on, got it on through the hole. Yeah. Oh no. Well, the guy's uh, stuff got stuck in there, and the paramedics actually had to saw off a chunk of the door and take that and him to the ER. Fortunately, the doctors managed to get him free without any permanent damage. Uh, we have a picture of the uh, door oh, couple up on uh, Bone TV. Uh, no, <laughs> Bone TV is not working, huh? They're adventurous. It's uh, we're restarting it right now, Gavin. Okay. I would um, if I was stuck in the door. I would go, honey, go in the garage, and she'd be like, get a get a hammer. I go, no, in the gun room, just shoot me through the door. <laughs> no yeah. way I would make that phone call oh. and go in. Like, I used to, I'm not going to lie, when I was younger, and I mean like 13, 12, and I was alone in the pool. Used to bang the door. Well, they had those jets in the pool, <laughs> yeah. and, you're like, and you hear those stories about guys trying to get it on with the jet, and then the end story is I'm getting stuck in the jet. Yeah. So I would never try it. But I do see when you're young what the attraction would be. Right. Can you imagine if you got stuck in the pool and you had to tell somebody? 911, what's oh, your emergency? Oh, my yeah. God. 911, so, you wish you had a phone. It would just be a lot of you going, somebody please help. Yeah, mom. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'd call 911. They'd be like, uh, Papa John's. I'd be like, yeah, can I get a large pizza and send a dude that's... Uh, I don't know, has some medical background, maybe? Oh, I, I thought you were going to say send a couple uh, pizzas because I live here now. Yeah. Because I'm never leaving this book. This is who I am now. The best story ever was, so my mom used to work at the ER. and she, It's going to get hot. Go ahead. Well, so she had a, a U of M student who was touching himself yep. ferociously, yeah. fell off the bed, and knocked himself out with a lamp. What? And had to go to the eat, and his like roommate found him, and they like called the ambulance and who everything. Tells, who tells them that? Just what? say you fell down trying to put your shorts well, on. Or something. No, but you know what it is, Calvin. It probably was way worse than that. Yeah. And that was what they oh, came yeah. up with. That he was, was trying to put the lamp somewhere. Yeah. Oh, something. Man. But that's probably like the best story of. 
Pleasure. By the way, can I tell you, every time I put my oh, pants on, all I can think oh, of is Jonathan Winterspoon uh, falling. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? Why? Because he told us that, that he fell, and he didn't he, like, fall through? Oh, John, I think even Jonathan Winters. I was like, what? What did you watch? Mork and Mindy? No. Didn't he tell us that, that he yeah. fell? Yeah, did he, did broke he, like, his leg or something. Yeah, his shoulder or something. I forget what it was, and I'm like, oh, every time now. I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's simple things at our age now that people are falling in showers and stuff, and you're like, oh, Sit down yeah. on the bed to put your pants on. Listen, I'm not uh, old and feeble or anything, but I do want one of those uh, stand-up baths. Oh, Th- my God, Those look yeah. like the best thing in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. delightful, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty cool. I don't I, know. I have not stood up in the shower oh, in God, God knows how long. Like, I was, when I went away on vacation last week, I had to stand up in the shower, and I was like, this is foreign to me, because <laughs> I just sit in the shower now, and I sit there for hours. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Geo, make a fist. Show those guys your fist. Ooh. Oh. That, that <laughs> definitely hit a woman before. Is that, is that, a, good, is that a good fist? Yes, would you say Gio has a good fist? I say it's a pretty mediocre fist. Uh, it's a Street Fighter fist. Huh? All right. Well, you may want to try out for this, Gio. A whiskey company oh. called Fistful of <laughs> Bourbon is looking for a new, quote, spokes fist. Oh, in. Yeah, to hold whiskey bottles in their ads. Uh, if you have the perfect fist, they will pay you $100,000 to be in those ads. Yeah, if you want to apply, you just need to fill out the form. Uh, it's fistfulofbourbon.com slash spokesfist. Uh, you can send a photo of your fist in. Uh, they're due by April 13th. So, Gio, get on it. Get in there. It has yeah. to be a guy fist? Uh, no. It does not specify, Carmen, no. If you're somebody who's been fisting, yeah. send your fist <laughs> to <laughs> this place. Yeah. If, I experience. With, if I go with this fist, you can see the scar where I broke my thumb after a night of drinking. Of whiskey, yeah. yeah. Drinking whiskey. Yeah, that's the kind of fist I uh, think they're looking for. Yeah. I got a pretty good I got a pretty good fist cuz yeah. I got I got, got like tattoos, yeah. I got a big hand. Yeah. yeah. Although I make I make all bottles look small. I, I took a picture with the uh, I went I got a Bud Light at the Lightning game and they had this special Stanley Cup champion Bud Light so I took a picture with it and when I saw it it just rent, it rests gently in my hand. Yeah. It's very much like when uh, King Kong picks up the lady she just sits <laughs> in his hand. That's how bo- that's how bottles are. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's you so don't weird. realize how big your hands are yeah, until look. you put something in them. Yeah, look at look at how look at how tiny that looks. That, in right that's here. not a real size bottle. Yeah, that this, can't be. There's no way. There's no way. There's man. no way. That is a real size Bud Light bottle. What? And it looks normal to me. And in my hand, it looks normal. And no. then when I see a picture, it's like <laughs> yeah. Now, tiny uh, bottle. Yeah. Hey, Joe, real, real Joe, quick, Joe, uh, Gio, and Mike fist each other real quick. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> we always do. Like bump your fist together. I mean, is that an extra big bottle you have? No. Yeah, no, look at that little. That seems like a normal bottle. No, let me see it. I'm just going to drink it. Listen, Lady Pants. Oh, yeah. Lady Pants isn't going to have a big fist. <laughs> this is like an optical illusion. That's what it looks like it when shrinks. he holds it. Yeah. It literally shrinks. Oh, yeah. my God. It's yeah. ridiculous. It really looks This ridiculous. is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, big hands. Yes, ladies, I do. Yeah. Hey. Better to grab your hair with or. Yeah, or, you know. Grab her by the That's why your wiener looks so small. <laughs> Never date a girl with big hands. Mm-hmm. That's not true. No. Dating a girl with big hands isn't always bad. Man hands, ripping lobsters it, open. I don't like mind. Seinfeld. <laughs> it is not a bad thing for no. Spanish. He yeah. dated a girl. That had big hands and stood up while she peed. She did two <laughs> things I had not yeah, seen. Yeah, and you know, I loved him. I mean, her. <laughs> uh, a 67 year old guy in Thailand went to the doctor over the weekend after three weeks where he could not stop passing gas. 
Uh, turned out to be what? What was the problem? What was wrong with this guy? A Hooters. tumor. A tumor. Hooters. Any other yeah, guesses? A tapeworm. Spanish? You're right. Nuh-uh. It was a tapeworm. Not just any tapeworm. A 59-foot <gasps> oh, tapeworm nope. was in his body. The doctors think he got it from eating raw beef. <laughs> Don't oh. do that. Uh, believe it or not, that 59-foot tapeworm is not the longest one ever pulled out of a person. No way. The record is 82 feet. Oh, my God. Which got pulled out of a guy in India. Nope. Oh. Nope, 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 nope. Has everybody oh. seen, uh, what was the movie? Was it uh, with, uh, oh, man. Hang on. Let me think of this. Just give me a little more. I'll help you. Uh, what was it called? It was... Snatch is, uh, was it Snatched? Guy Ritchie? Yeah, no, no, no. So that one, but then was it Snatched with uh, the comedian? Amy Schumer? Yeah, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Was it called Snatched? Yeah, did you see that movie? Did you no. see the tapeworm thing they have in no, there? No, no, oh, no. you got to watch that. It's actually a pretty funny movie. Uh, it's her and Goldie Hawn. Uh, Wanda Sykes is in it, too, and so is uh, Joanne Cusack. But it's uh, it's a pretty funny movie. But there's a part in there where she has a tapeworm, and what they do to get the tapeworm out is dangle raw beef in front of her mouth, yeah. and then it comes out. Yeah, uh, uh, no. yeah it's a pretty good scene. No. I have a pretty vivid memory when I was four years old of I had a dog named Snapper, uh-huh. and the dog uh, was in our kitchen on a tile floor and had uh, diarrhea. And it had a worm, and when it had diarrhea, you could see the worms on the floor in the kitchen. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, that's 45 years ago, and I still remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. That's oh, gross. that is jarring. I, I, I don't... If <laughs> Joe I went to, has the scene up on uh, both TV right now. If I went to the doctor and they said, you have a tapeworm, and it's 85 feet long, and I have no... I, I can't see it, or I don't know anything about it, it would freak me out that something alive was inside of me. But if I don't really see it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But if I did see it, like if it came out of my Dude. mouth or poop or somewhere, I think, would, oh my God. Think about this. Anytime at, mm. like once you go to the doctor after three weeks and they're like, it's a tapeworm that's been alive 59 oh, no. feet long. That means every time you've ever felt a pain tickle, yeah. or a tickle, that was the worm moving oh, around inside, inside of you. you. Yeah. Gross. Super gross. It's hard to think about it really. Is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you guys see Bone TV or not? Yeah. Oh, I don't want <laughs> I can't up. see that. Yeah. They have like a uh, device on her mouth to hold it open, and then they're just dangling raw beef in front of it. <laughs> oh, we no the thanks. Oh, no, it doesn't look good. Oh, oh, no, look. no, no. I refuse. Oh, no. Watch it. Oh. <laughs> oh, Goldie Hawn's face is great. Well, there it is. Oh, no, that's so gross. It looks like Alien. Oh. Holy crap. Oh, oh, no. Still not looking. Still oh. not looking. Oh. <laughs> I am about to puke right now. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Elton John has a birthday today. He does. How old is Elton John? I, I actually know. 43. 80. Elton John. You <laughs> 74. On the nose. Oh. 74 years old. This is a weird situation for me. Um, getting older is fine, but getting older and then watching all these people die, that's pretty sad. Like I'm losing all these icons from when I was growing up are all going to start dying now. Yeah. I know. A couple days ago, like people that I knew in like high school and stuff have all like people have died that you yeah, know. It's kind yeah. of freaks you out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it really does. It's a, it's a weird situation. Um, but yeah. Elton John, I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like he's sober and he probably regrets the first half of his life. So he's probably trying to be healthy. You know, I don't know. 
Uh, would you like to hear a bunch of his hits jammed together for 60 seconds? Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Every song. About six of those yeah. could make me cry just listening yeah. to it. You knew every one of those songs. That's unbelievable how many hits that guy has. Carmen, I don't know what it is, but there's literally about five or six of his songs that aren't even depressing. They just strike that emotional chord in your body. Every time I hear uh, Rocket Man, I'm like, oh, it just, I don't even really know what it's about. Like, I think Rocket Man's about drugs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then he doesn't know because he didn't write any of the lyrics, yeah. and yet he sings these songs so soulfully. I don't, I don't know. I never knew that. Baby's got blue eyes. I never knew that was Elton John. I thought that was like, uh, I don't know, like, like, like I thought it was like, no, but I thought it was like a like a like we talked about B.J. Thomas yesterday, or one of those guys in the seventies who just had a deep voice and like two hits. It's mm-hmm. very crooner like. It's a very crooning. Yeah, I never knew that was Elton John. That's mm-hmm. so weird. Uh, I was trying to find out what Rocket Man, but it doesn't say what it's about. So, so Rocket Man, I think, is a lot like um, like David Bowie's uh, Major Tom. It's about getting high. I, I think I don't know. So, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, at the height of America's man missions to the moon in 1971, Bernie Taupin and Alan John wrote a song about the imagined drudgery and loneliness of space travel, entitled so Rocket Man. Maybe it is just David Bowie that's about drugs. <laughs> yeah. It's really about a rocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> That out. That Daniel song gets me. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Daniel. Um, they, were, uh, they didn't have Levon in that one. Levon's a good one, even yeah. though I have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. Tiny Dancer Tiny is Dancer one of the best good. songs ever. Yeah, Elton John's good. Elton John in concerts fun, and uh, that was one of the ones we got robbed of from COVID. Yeah. And uh, I think I would go see him now that I know that he's seventy four. Just to let him know, I did go one time, and it was incredi- incredibly boring. It was Mike Olivero and I went together, like the gay couple we are. <laughs> And Mike wore extra short shorts and that black tank top. Was oh, and held his dog. <laughs> held his dog. Uh, no, we went together and we sat behind. Uh, they opened up a section of seats behind the stage, but it was like right above him. So Mike was like, do you want to go? I was like, yeah, I've never seen him before. And we went. And it was awful because it was all Disney songs. It was all slow Disney songs. And I was like, this is terrible. And then... Um, when I saw him with Billy Joel, it was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. So Elton John's got quite the catalog, and I would definitely recommend seeing him before he's done. Still one of the worst things ever is the uh, Kingsman, where Elton John is in that movie. I don't know. I, I like it. I yeah. like both of the Kingsman, but and him, I enjoyed Elton him John. him in that movie, just, it made no sense. It's, it was, the eh. first one was great. The second one was a little too cheeky, yeah. but, it, but I thought it was good. 
Terrible. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I, I It's one of those movies where if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, time, and right? they got the prequel coming up, uh, I think. What? With the same guy? No, I don't think be. it's the same yeah. guys. Yeah, but it shows how they started the whole uh, Secret King- Service. Kingsman is good, but the best story about the Kingsman is when the first one came out, and it was how they started the Secret Service or whatever, the, the Queen's Kingsman. My father thought it was a movie about how the Secret Service was formed, and he went to see it by himself in the theater. And I can only picture him sitting there watching The Kingsman, and, and he called me up after. He goes, The Kingsman? Yeah. Awful movie. Don't go see it. <laughs> and then when I finally watched it, I realized that my dad watches in the movie theater. When we, went, we used to go to the movies a lot, and uh, one day my dad called me, and he was like, me and Cousin Frankie and some other, I think one of his other buddies, we're going to the movies in the middle of the day to go see some mob movie or something. Do you want to go? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go. So we got to the theater, and for some reason they weren't showing it. I don't know what it was, but they weren't showing it at all. It wasn't sold out. So we're at the theater, and I was like, all right, well, I guess we're done. And they're like, well, we're here. We should go see something else. We're here now. The only other movie playing was Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh, oh yeah. But it had Ray Liotta in it, so we all thought <laughs> maybe this could be good. And it was about how they rescued and the military rescued an elephant. Right. Oh my god! A great movie. Yeah, it actually wasn't a bad movie, yeah. but it was just four idiots snoring and watching Operation Dumbo Drop in the theater together. Hilarious. Uh, so there is an ad for Domino's in the UK, and it's going viral. Joe, if you can show them the uh, picture of the ad of the Domino's pizza that is going viral, I want you guys to take a look at it and try and tell me if you can figure out why. It is going viral. Oh, I see it. I don't see it. Turn it towards oh, me yeah. so I can see it. Oh, <laughs> I see oh it. yeah, I see it. So if yeah. you want to put it up on uh, Bone TV as well, or are we yeah. not up on I that? See no, it. we're back, I think. Okay, if you can put it up yeah, there. Yeah, we're back. Uh, okay, Gio, you said first you saw it. What do you see? I see rocket ships. <laughs> I see pepperoni penises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what a lot of people see. They uh, say that the pepperoni is shaped like a uh, guy's uh, genitals. There's no way that's an accident. Yeah, they said it's uh, either a coincidence or it was a brave graphic de- designer with yeah, a yeah. sense of humor. And- Listen, if you Google or if you go, there's a lot of books that have been published about um, mar- sexual marketing that is supposed to uh, appear to your subconscious. Uh-huh. And uh, a lot of that stuff you, you'll never see. Um, uh, you can look at them, uh, you know, little bubbles, little condensation bubbles on a bottle. But if you if you knew where to look or at what times you could freeze it, you could see sometimes those little condensation bubbles are the outline of a woman's body. Right. Like, there are things that are appealing to your subconscious to make it more attractive. And there's, nobody there's no has way. ever made a pizza with pepperoni on it in that no yeah, way. Ever. And, like, nobody ever puts pepperoni like that. No. Yeah. And the middle is, like, empty. There's yeah. no pepperonis in the middle. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of shots of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there was a cookie in the middle. <laughs> Possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is a food day. It's a national food day. International food day. Oh, okay. What do we got? What Any guesses? What is it? French toast. French toast. Man, you're, you're close on that, Ooh. Spanish. Ooh. Pancakes. Waffles. Uh, waffles. <laughs> waffles. Today is International Waffle Day. Happy mm. Waffle Day to everybody. So Best waffles? Waffle House. I yeah, totally they're, agree. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. I, I, gotta tell you, I don't know if I've ever had a waffle from Waffle House. Oh, they are oh, you good. Should, so you, good. Somebody slap him. <laughs> I'm afraid. You should slap, slap yourself. Slap yourself with your <laughs> stupid hands. <laughs> you, know, you know what the problem is with Waffle House? They're too dirty. Uh, no, but they're no, not. That's no, the good thing. They're not. Yeah, I like Every it. Waffle House I've gone to has had... 
bugs in it. Yes. I have visible bugs. Yeah. Yeah, you I can was, press them into the waffle. I'll be fine with that. I was amazed that they uh, build new waffle houses. Yeah. There is uh, one on Waters Avenue that I drove by, and I, I go, they're building a waffle house? Like, you thought, thought they, they were just... I thought they were just there <laughs> like, yeah. forever, you know? <laughs> no one would ever build another one. In Waffle House Defense, it's been some years since I've been to a waffle house, and I've really never been there after midnight. So... I should try it, but you're right. I, I mean, I'm not saying the food isn't fantastic. I've just seen uh, the one on 301. I've watched roaches crawl on the wall while I was in there, and I'm like, mm. um, uh, real quick, I want to repeat this story. I know I've told it before, but when I lived in Feather Sound, there was a Waffle House right over there by that strip club, kind of, I don't know, by the St. Pete Clearwater Airport, and we used to go in there all the time, and the cook was a real nice guy, and he used to talk to us, and his line was, he's like, I got to work, I got to work, I got four kids, I got four kids. And that was the whole, like, we used to joke around all the time. We'd be like, should we go to do the to work? And we'd be like, we have to. We got four kids, you know? And we went in there for like a year, and the guy's like, I got four kids. I got to be here at 3 o'clock in the morning. I got four kids. Then one day we went there, and he was cooking. He was like, yeah, I got to work. I got three kids. Oh, we're like, what happened to the oh, other one? And we never asked, and we never knew. You know oh. You know what? Uh, you were eating the kids. <laughs> Finally, he looked at us and goes, now you have four kids. Uh, I'm good at campfire stories. Uh, The NHL has fired referee Tim Peel following a hot mic comment uh, on a penalty call on Nashville. Have you heard this yet? Yep. During Tuesday night's game between the Red Wings and the Predators, Peel could be heard saying that he, quote, wanted to get a penalty against Nashville, suggesting that he was advocating for a makeup call. We actually have the audio. Here it is. Take a listen to this. It wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the... Oh, so he was saying that he wanted to get a penalty against Nashville. But why? Uh, Because it's like a makeup call. He had uh, did a call against the uh, Red Wings, whatever, so he was just looking for a bogus uh, call against Nashville to make up for it. Uh, He didn't say it was bogus. He said... Uh, I, he goes, it wasn't that big of a deal. So he did see something there that was worth calling. He just could have let it go. It's it's up it's up to their discretion. And they've fired him now, and he probably is only trained to do this. That's what he's done. And, and Pat Maroon from the Lightning has come out and said, look, everybody deserves a second chance. They should have suspended this guy, and they should have said, look, you, you, you didn't – what you did was technically okay – but you can't say stuff like that. And we're suspending you for five games and blah, blah, blah. But they're ruining the guy's whole career. He can never be a referee again. And you know how hard it is to make it to the big leagues as a, as a referee? He made it, and now they just yanked that away from him for what was a mic call. He also could have been talking tough to the other referee, and it got caught on tape. You know what I mean? I think that's pretty crappy. But then anytime that guy makes a call, you get, like, you as a referee, right. your credibility is everything. So and once you, that's gone, you, you suspend him. You've got nothing. And you say your call is questionable, but, I mean, how many bad calls are there in the in the in in sports? So you yeah. call him and you say, your call is questionable, your comments were were unnecessary, and you're suspended for your comments, and that snaps a guy back in shape. And, and he also has one on the books now, so if he's got a problem, next time he's out. Well, yeah. and uh, so you suspend him, and then for you have put him on a uh, 30-day probation where they uh, review all his calls. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like if somebody has a legit complaint. But, um, but now this guy lost his whole livelihood that he probably worked his ass off to get. It's hard to make it to the NHL as a referee. I mean, you got so many... Hockey players never made it, you know, and they there's so many people trying to get in there to do that, and they just took this guy's whole life away from him because of that. I, I think that's unfair. I really do. I think it's you. You know, there could be something that I did out of the goodness of my heart. I, I could I could be like, yeah, 
I, I told that girl she was uh, she was pretty because I wanted to make her feel good. And then I tell Spanish, hey, I told that ugly girl she was pretty. But only because I'm trying to look cool in front of Spanish. That could have been what that guy was doing. He just, but you know. It's the same reason why players and refs can't do bets and can't bet on games. Right. The integrity they, of the game. Right. And so by saying that, when your job is about making calls but, but based on what he said. judgment. Play it again, Gavin. Play the audio. Sure. Listen to what he says. It wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the... So listen, Carmen, in hockey, okay, he said he didn't say it wasn't a penalty. He said it wasn't much. And he's like, and I wanted to get a penalty against them early to set the tone and let them know that this is not how it's going to go yep. for the rest yeah. of the game. But you shouldn't want to get a penalty. That's not your job. I, I get it. He sh- But he should be... He was trying to let them know yeah. that this is not how the game's going to be don't played. Don't get me wrong. I think this happens all across all sure. sport, right. professional sports. He got in trouble referees. for saying it, not for doing it. Because you see things all the time and you're like, there's no way. And, you know, you'll be, you know, yelling at referee because you'll see them clearly not call, so like in football, like a, a pass interference. Like they won't call it the same way for teams. Now, a lot of people say Tom Brady gets away with tons of stuff but, because okay, he's protected so, by the league. So right out of the gate, if a guy comes up to Brady and he – and he touches Brady on the knee, and Brady falls down, and it really wasn't that big of a deal, and they call him for uh, roughing the quarterback, and you're like, oh, that wasn't that big of a deal. And the referee says, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I'm letting them know for the rest of the game, no one touches the quarterback on either side. He got in trouble for saying it. But here's the thing, though, is they're they're suggesting that it was a a make-up call. So there was a call that he made, and then he was giving them a call back, whatever. Like we've seen happen all the time where there's a call, and people are like, what? That's crazy. And then they do a call, and you go, oh, well, that makes up for the call that they made against our team earlier, you know, this and that. But that's what he did, and that's him saying that. So that's where the problem is. We have had in Tampa Bay a couple of calls here over the years in football that have ruined our chances to advance to the playoffs. We have had some some game-changing bad calls. The Bert Emanuel. The Bert Emanuel. They, the, they changed the, the rule. Right. And and they will now, and they review the call afterwards, and then they say, we reviewed the call, and we were wrong to make that call. Sorry. But in the meantime, you guys are no longer advancing in the playoffs, and you're not going to the Super Bowl. So what, did they fire that guy? No. Yeah. No, the guy made an absolute horrible call, and they don't fire those refs, but this guy said it, and that's why he got fired. Yeah, I guess, I mean, then at that point, you can prove intent. Whereas yeah. usually when you can't, you know, he's saying it on uh, I audio. Think, I think that this guy, and even the NHL, I mean, with Pat Maroon coming out and speaking in defense of this guy, yeah. I think he's right. I think this guy deserves to be suspended and fined so that he learned a lesson and all the other refs know that you can't do anything like that or you certainly can't say it, and then he needs to get his job back. I think that's pretty That's pretty crappy. Uh, here is the first story in our trifecta of racism. Uh, oh, radio host in New York compared their toast preferences to famous black women's skin tones during a segment. Uh, the, really quick, let's point out it was in Buffalo, New York, uh, not in Manhattan. <laughs> the racially charged convo aired Wednesday morning on Buffalo's 97 Rock with Morning Bull Show co-host Ooh. Rob Lederman comparing toasted bread to a trio of black celebrities. I'll play the audio for you so you can actually hear how it went down. Take a listen to this. Huh, what? So what is your what, what num- What's the number? I think it's, it. it's, it's, a, it's probably a seven-ish. Six, oh six to seven, God. probably seven. See, we have ours, and I'm going to make it into trouble it's for like this. Two o'clock. Have, By the way, I love Whoops, that he says yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We have There's ours, where we're and I'm going to make it into trouble it's for like this. That's where you stop. Yep. That's where you stop. <laughs> we have 
I have them to the attractiveness of women that I find to be attractive. <laughs> so I'll go, I will never go to a Serena Williams level, but I'm very comfortable with, like, uh, uh, I'm very comfortable at a Halle Berry level. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need uh, uh, a little bit of mulatto still coming through. It can't be, Not you know, like... Is Gail King not that's not in your realm? No, Gail King is not even in on my on my toaster level. But he, is he talking about how dark he likes his toast or how dark he likes his women? Well, I think the big problem with it is that he says I'll never go to a Serena Williams yeah. level. That's yeah. the and then he also prefaces it where I might get in trouble for this. Yeah. And you also hear his Shock co-host up. at one point go. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> like the girl does. Yeah, you can hear them both kind of back off, like yep. And like, I, I even believe he says too dark. Listen, hold yeah. on. <laughs> so I'll go. I will never go to a Serena Williams level, but I'm very comfortable with, like, uh, uh, I'm very comfortable at uh, a Halle Berry level. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that okay is a. Uh, That's a. I read the story, and that's the first time I heard the audio. When I read the story, I thought, this is getting ridiculous now, but it, he was wrong. Yeah. He, he, I'm, I'm on his side. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, just the way he said it, it almost sounds hateful, yeah. whether he hates his toast or not. It, yeah. It, it almost sounds like, uh, I, I would date a black woman if she was kind of white. Right. I yeah. wouldn't date her right. if she was dark. That's, you know, that's, that's sounds, the big thing, That yeah. sounds pretty racist. Uh, I, had not, I had not heard the audio until... Right then. Uh, so Cumulus Media, which owns the station, said it uh, already fired Lederman uh, and suspended the other co-host, Rich Bull Gensler and uh, Chris Klein. What'd they do? Uh, they're in, they're involved in it, I guess. Guilty by association. Because well, the, the female, she even drops a name in there to yeah. like and continue the conversation. Yeah. Uh, the other guy is like, hey, all I did was go. Mm -hmm. uh, get this, though. In addition to his suspension, Rich Bull guy got canned from two other gigs as in-arena host for the NHL's Buffalo Sabres and the Buffalo Bandits lacrosse team. Oof, oof. Uh? Across the board, He's man. like, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Uh, here, so do you have the Jay Leno story? I do. Okay, all right. Let's let's talk about that because I have some questions there. All right. So Jay Leno is sorry for decades of jokes targeted at Asians over the years. He said his attitude was often screw them if they can't take a joke. But at the same time, in his heart, he always knew that it was wrong. He says uh, there was uh, some stuff. Uh, I think 2019 where he was on a uh, guest host on America's Got Talent and said about uh, eating dog and stuff, which he said it was North. It was a joke made about North Korea, which North Korea are our enemies. And he was saying that, but he's now apologizing for those. So jokes. here's, here's my question. Is it smart to apologize for things you've said in the past or just let it go? Yeah. Oh, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, look, I'm. Are, are people bringing it up, or is he bringing it up on his own? I I know that every show that I've watched, and every comedian that I watched, and everything I ever listened to, uh, at some point has said something. Howard Stern was notorious, he, he notoriously not racist, but also notorious for letting N words fly on his show, having Daniel Carver from the KKK on his show, mm -hmm. but he was doing it. Where it was funny, but you were laughing at the ignorance of Daniel Carver, and uh, but we all know what he was doing. He was being shocking. So does he have to apologize for that now? No, 
No, well, it says uh, Leno is facing pressure from an activist group uh, called the Media Action Network for Asian Americans. They've been after him for almost 15 years oh. for his Asian jokes. So I would imagine with the stuff that's coming out now about, uh, you know, people uh, uh, killing Asians and uh, brutality against Asians and stuff, he's probably... Finally, in my, in my mind, the reason Jay Leno is apologizing is so they'll stop digging through his archives to find mm-hmm. every joke that he's made that could oh, be that could be dug up why? and you thrown in the face. Cancel Jay Leno. Yeah, he's right. Done. You can't cancel him. He's beyond rich, and he does not. Well, but, he's not working on anything. You can you sh- definitely change the perception of him, though. But you Who cares? should, and you shouldn't have. You shouldn't be able to. Dive into someone's archive. To People try do and it all the time, though. I know go they do, but they fifteen shouldn't. years of tw- tweets and find mm-hmm. but they one shouldn't. tweet. They shouldn't, but you they do. I specifically think you can't do tweets because tweets tweets are taken out of context. Because uh, remember, a gun on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy got fired because right. they took a fifteen-year-old tweet that but he had. It's a total double standard because I just read a story about the Teen Vogue woman. Have you guys seen this? She's no. like an editor at the Teen Vogue or some Vogue, and she's using the N-word in her tweets. But she was a big activist on canceling other people, uh, and she's not nah, being you canceled. You can't be a hypocrite. Well, she's a total hypocrite, and she's not getting canceled. And the big story was, I don't, you know, where's the line now? Because it seems like I remember about about ten years ago. I I put out a tweet that said um, it was a picture of me and Derek Jeter, and it said one of us is a Hall of Famer. It's something I'm I'm I remember the bad word. I'll tell you that. Paraphrasing. I, I'm paraphrasing for sure. But I said one of us is a Hall of Famer. The other one's a big fag. Talking about myself, and because I was so loving Derek Jeter, and it was an insult against myself. And I thought it would be fine. I get it now. I couldn't do that now. But it uh, and Al Dukes uh, hit me up, and he goes. Are you not afraid of getting in trouble? I go, what would I get in trouble for? And he goes, you, I can't use that word up here. And I go, well, I was making fun of myself. Like, I didn't understand at the time, you know. And uh, and I didn't take the tweet down, I don't think. But if you read it now, would I get in trouble for it? Would people be mad at I me? Mean, it was 10 years ago. But you know what I mean? using that word. And using that word. But there's no there's no secret that I've used that word before. Uh, we've played games on the show, you know. We do, we did things all all tongue in cheek, but there it's a different situation now. We're all a little bit more, uh, you know, a little woke. bit more woke, a little bit more alerted to situations. We were a, a little bit more ignorant back then. So here's an interesting thing that I saw the other day. Uh, do you know who uh, Rabia Shadri is? She is a uh, Pakistani American attorney. She was also a podcast host of the uh, uh, the case against Anand Saeed. Mm-hmm. Which no, was the HBO documentary? Oh, and I know the yeah, I know the do- the documentary, but I don't know her. So uh, the other day, and this happened uh, literally three days ago. Uh, it says uh, bloody handcuffed man escorted out of Colorado grocery store av- after active shooter incident, and she retweeted that and put sounds about white. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's awful. And he was and he was he was Muslim. Like Muslim, she is yeah. Muslim, and uh, she is still verified on Twitter, on Twitter, and not suspended. Yeah. Oh, course. there's no. It doesn't work both ways. Yeah. It definitely doesn't work both ways. And uh, but but I you know normally I, I I should be like well she should be fired and she should be blah, blah, blah. but I already think it's gone too far. So I I don't even know. I'm so afraid to say anything these days. The fact that we're that that we're able to do a funny show and dance around everything you can and can't say between, uh, you know, just socially and uh, politically correct, and then the FCC on top of that, like it really. It's really taken away a lot of things we can make jokes about. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go digging into the past and doing that stuff, and I think if there is an apology to maybe made, you know, someone could say, yeah, at that time I thought that was funny. Obviously now it's it's not funny anymore, and people are, are upset about that. 
But at that time, that was what we did. You know, it's, mm. I, I remember a comedian wanted to wanted to make a joke about um, this is what I thought the toasting was going to come out. He was saying how attracted he is to black women, dark black women, light black women, didn't matter. And he said a black woman's skin is so smooth, uh, it's like a, uh, a chocolate Easter bunny. And somebody said, you can't say that. And he was like, why? I'm complimenting them. It's it's a uh, I'm saying I love it. It's uh, He's like, you can't say it. And I'm like, I don't even know what you can say yeah. anymore. Mm. I don't, it, even something you intend to be a compliment, if it's in that realm of what you're going to think, you're better off not saying anything. Well, I mean, think about it. I talked about this with Gio because he was saying when I was single, he was like, I can't believe, you know, you would just go out and put yourself out there. And I didn't think about it at the time. But now it's like, I, I, if I was single, I would almost be afraid to hit on girls at bars. Yeah. It's almost like you you have to do it on a dating app because at least there, yeah, you know, you the get, context is to date. I am totally afraid to hit on girls at bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of my wife. Uh, so here is the third in our uh, racial stories. Two racially oh. questionable things have been taken off the WWE network. One involves Roddy Piper painting half his body black to fight a black opponent. Ooh. And the other was a comedy, and they have that in quotes, skit where the boss, Vince McMahon, tries to be hip by calling John Cena the N-word. Oh, that's oh, a I classic. That. Yeah, here is the audio from Oh, that. no, no, you're not going to play that, are you? Well, it's beeped. Oh, God. What's up, boss? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. What's good in the hood? Just hold it down, trying to take care of business. Keep it up. I'm a Yeah. But tell me he didn't just say that. That is uh, Booker T. Booker uh, T. And I, but I, that, that I is, mean classic by, like, that's a long time. Yeah, we right. get a man thing. No, we so get it. pull up all the time. It's your yeah, favorite. No, you love uh, it. It's your ringtone. It's a ringtone, yeah. <laughs> um, that, but that was also the what they call the attitude error yeah. of yeah. WWE, where their main thing was to shock people. Uh, Shane McMahon, remember when Orlando had the Orlando Rage in the XFL, and Shane McMahon was like, what do you think if... When we have the national anthem sung, we sing Land of the Free, Home of the Rage. I said, I think people will lose their minds. He's like, I think we're going to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's what they want. You yeah. know what I mean? They were shock jocks. Well, John Cena at the time, his character gimmick, he was a, a rapper. Yeah. That was his thing. Hip-hop guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is some sad news. Uh, one of Ricky Bobby's sons from Talladega Nights has died. Houston Tumlin, who played Walker Bobby, we have a picture up on Bone TV, took his own life on Tuesday. He was just 28 years old. There he is as a kid, and there he is uh, at 28 years old. Yeah, so he is. That's really gonna, sad. Yeah, not going to be in the sequel. <laughs> Dude, oh. Spanish, why would you laugh? Why was I said a statement? You will. I gotta tell you that was, that was funny. You're a horrible person. <laughs> you got wow. Oh, easy, easy. I won't even get into you, Mr. McMahon. Uh, <laughs> today yeah. is a special day. Do you know what today is? It's a Michael Jackson related thing. It His is. birthday? No. Today the day Michael Jackson died. No. All right. Oh. This was really Billy Jean. This happened 38 years ago today. Billy Jean was a thriller came out. No. All right. He did the moonwalk? Yes. Yeah. Michael Jackson debuted the moonwalk. The brothers Grammys. reunited uh, for the Motown 25 event uh, on this day in 1983 to perform together. We, it blew our minds when oh, we did that. It, it was blew unbelievable. Our minds. unbelievable. Still blows my mind when he I watch it. was superhuman. It was like, what? He was floating on air. It was amazing. Yeah. What a super talented guy and a super weird life. By the way, totally not canceled.
Totally not canceled. He's right? dead. You can't cancel someone who died. Listen, well, you can. You absolutely yeah. can. You can try. They, they canceled uh, John Wayne. Yeah. Eh, no. John Wayne? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, guess what? The Gen Z canceled him. You know who's still listening to him? Everyone over 60. Everybody's still listening to Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah, They're like, I, I know he did bad stuff. but <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> we P- don't know. PYT's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Dirty Diana, man. Come on. You really better than that. Do you, are, if you have a guy who's actively molesting children and you know about it, you can't support him financially. But he's dead now. Now we can all like his music. Yeah. I mean, his music had none of it. Like, we're not benefiting him by any way. He's no. dead. Yeah. But his music's fantastic. Right. Listen, made- I, I don't know whether he molested kids or not. Let's take a listen to Pretty Young Thing. Oh, yeah. He's talking to a 10-year-old boy right now. No, he's not. He's a girl. Younger so than good. you. Don't scream. Yeah. Where'd you come from, baby? Ooh, you're only 10 years old. <laughs> That's what he said. That's a great song. That's what he said. You play song. it back. Michael Jackson song. Ooh, best Michael Jackson song. The Free Willy one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say what I know. Nobody's probably going to agree with me. I think Human Nature. That's my favorite Michael Jackson really? song. That's a great song. Dirty yeah. Diana is my all-time favorite Michael Jackson song. Is it really? I love that song. It's a good song. Love it. Um, is that Slash play on that? Uh, I don't know. I think he does. Uh, I got to tell no, you. No, maybe I, not. I think one of my favorite ones is... Um, was it the one that he did with his uh, sister Janet, Black and White? Uh, oh, no, that was Scream. Wasn't it? Scream was the one he did with Janet, but Black and White's a good song. Yeah, Black and White was the first one that ever used that morphing technology. Yeah, yeah. I think Scream oh, was Black on the... or White. That's what it is. It was yeah. on the Black or White album, which was also <laughs> okay. a song. Yeah. Let me get into it. What is it? This is Black or White. Oh yeah. Morphing, morphing faces. I just said that two oh, seconds geez. ago. Was, what do you you listen to Mason Dixon in your headphones? Accuse you on. I mean, there's so many good ones. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, even even what's done off the wall? The other one from that old, the one before Thriller. Uh, oh man, I can't think of another. The thriller. album. Yeah, on off the on off the wall. There was another song that's great. Uh, let me look through and see here. God, he's had so many albums. I got to go through a million of them. Um, do you just want me to read the songs? From yeah, off yeah, the wall? yeah. Don't stop till you get enough. Yeah, that one, that's, that's, a, yeah, one. that's a great that, one. Don't stop till you get enough is one of the best songs. Ever. Yeah. This is <laughs> Michael scream if you see a small kid that you like. <laughs> Under five, but Jesus, Jesus. You ready? Why, Michael? Our uh, guest a little bit later on the show, Alfonso Ribeiro, was a child and friend of Michael Jackson's. Wasn't he he in the uh, Pepsi ad where Michael uh, lit his hair on fire? He sure was. Uh, I don't think that was the same one. He was in the Pepsi ad 
with Michael, but I don't think it was the fire one. The fire one was on stage with his brothers. Oh, yeah. The Pepsi ad was when he was like a little Michael Jackson. Uh, finally in news, Maine is considering a bill that would legalize Viking funerals. Oh, yes. Uh, and, quote, open-air cremations. That's where a person remains are uh, set on fire outside and may be sent off to sea. Right now, there are actually two places. Uh, the only places that are legal in uh, the U.S. are two spots in Colorado where you can do Viking funerals. Well, there's there's a couple problems. One is you don't want to breathe that stuff in, um, and it smells awful. So, like, um, when you see a, a crematorium... The stacks are so high in the sky because when it would just be low, you'd, everybody would smell a dead, burning body. Yeah. Mm. So that's one of the things you have to take into consideration. You'd have to do it out in a field where there's nobody living. I think what you do is you do the old school uh, Bo and Luke Duke with the uh, dynamite on the oh. arrow and shoot it so then the whole body explodes yes. while it's out in the water and then <laughs> yeah. fish eat it. You say that until <laughs> at the explosion... A piece of their liver comes and hits you in the face. And <laughs> yeah, like, you gotta maybe be the, far enough out. Yeah, you never know really how far you gotta go. I like that. I don't know how if they actually work, but like the pods that turned your body into plants or uh, trees. Oh yeah, I think those are. I think that's a great idea, and I think yeah. everyone should be forced to do that. I like Lemmy's idea. Where you- we cream it in and put it in a bullet. That's yeah. pretty cool. And then yeah. you go have somebody killed with it. Or you just uh, serve it up to people at Waffle House. No. Uh, yeah. Waffle House does not do that. You got three kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Galvin, thank you for your news. You got it. Uh, we will take a break, and when we come back, it is time for us to serve you with our lawyer, Dominic Ferriello. If you've got a legal question, now is the time to get on the phone line, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Is line one still on there, Carmen? No, they're yeah. Okay, I couldn't. It wasn't updated. Uh, lines are clear now. 727-579-1025 or the always open 800-771-1025. Dominic Ferriello will join us on the show next. He will take your phone calls, give you legal advice. Ask the Dom up next on the Mike Alvin Hey, real quick before oh, yes. we go. Yeah, so, yeah. Carmen, just whenever you were talking to her, she was halfway out the door. She's running to get her food right now. Loose knees is wailing on food. She's uh, turning 30. Yeah, it's, no. it's bad news. It. Oh, bad news. I, I bad wish news. she was fell on the way outside the door. <laughs> she may have. Yeah, when when uh, when she comes back in, be like, Mike was trying to talk to you and you weren't here. Yeah. Oh, I'll give her the, I'll go, it's not good. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.